Welcome back to We Bombastic Few. I'm your host, Daniel, and with us is Brent. What up? I'm in the house. I was going to say Lindsay. Brent in the house, but you already said my name, so. Corey's in the house, not yeah. you. Lindsay? Yep, I'm Lindsay. You can call me Lindsay. Now, uh, being that you, you the listeners, don't know us that well yet, uh, you might not know this already, but Brent is prone to making bad life decisions, hence electrical engineering. Oh. Now, <laughs> shots fired. So I'm about you, to throw down. And so we all thought it was a bad life decision when being hours apart from each other, all three of us, Brent texted us and said, let's start a podcast. But we're on episode six now, and we're going strong, and we're still doing it. We're on all podcasting sources, YouTube and social media, and I think I'm ready to get into it. To start, a bombastic word of the day, expiate. To atone for, make amends for, or make reparation for. And to remind our viewers, so we're going to try to use this expiate word as many times as we can in episode six. The one who has the most will be shouted out in the next episode, Speaking of which, I won last time, uh, thanks to uh, Lauren, the viewer, who uh, counted up. The other two used it about once, and I've used it about three or four times last episode. She must have been at it all night. (laughs) All right. The first segment we have is a crazy conspiracy theory. Uh, Uh Paper slash speech and present about what if a larger company had an agenda with how much power they were, whether indirectly or directly wanting to gain. Uh, And we need to clarify that me writing the speech has nothing to do with me trying to insult the company or anything. It's just a hypothetical of what if a large corporation, the example I'm going to use today is Disney, had an agenda Want to use and abuse their power. Um, knowing that we had, um, just we had decided that we were going to pull up my old speech and talk about it. And my intro to the speech was that uh, talking about what Disney's appearances to everyone. What do you guys think of Disney when you guys think about their movies or things they own? I think uh, about them ruining the 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 god that is Will Smith by putting him in a very poor movie, Aladdin. Uh, Will Smith, if you're listening, we're still open invitation to the podcast. <laughs> I know you're listening. You contact uh, us. I I I just think of the Illuminati. I, that's what I think of Disney. They they own and run a whole lot of companies that you wouldn't think they do. I thought you were going to say they owned and ran the Illuminati. No, Brent, they are the Illuminati. Makes, well, why can't it be a subsidiary company? Like, why does Disney have to be the Illuminati? That just seems inefficient from a business standpoint. I don't know, Brent. I don't make the rules. (laughs) Well, going on from that, I, watching, uh... Disney movies nearly my whole life because of an older sister who kind of forcibly made me watch them as a kid. Uh, I, like everyone else, started to uh, accumulate the amount of movies from Disney I watched. And with that, uh, I got more interested in how big the company was growing because with my life going on, 
they grew and grew. Like they started owning Marvel, Lucasfilm, what does Disney, ESPN, ABC, um, History Channel, Pixar, uh, Hollywood Records, like so many different huge companies. And almost like it seems like not almost like a different idea of a monopoly. And monopoly is like typically one thing, but it's kind of like that where it's a whole idea like the media entertainment is just being controlled by almost one whole company. And I always compared it to like Google starting to own a lot of things also. Like what if these two companies started wanting to butt heads about something? I always thought that'd be crazy. Um, But pretty much the first thing is that I looking into this, I want to do some research to kind of find out if this company had anything that kind of, I almost want to say dirt. Like does this company have any dirt? And if, I mean, Daniel, you said that you think they run the Illuminati or are the Illuminati. Aside from that, do you guys think that they have any huge, big pieces of dirt on them that you know of? I can't say that I do. Like any mess ups? I, I don't think they, they dip into landfill uh, businesses. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say no. Well, yeah, there's there's actually some disputes back um, when Hunchback Notre Dame and Lion King came out. Also, another example is the rescuers that have these subliminal messages. Like when I grew up, I always was, my parents were a little more strict. They always didn't let me watch a lot of movies because they wanted to shelter what I was exposed to. And um, these movies specifically, they just listed off how the messages that may or may not have been super known or anything like, well, the back and the behind the scenes of Hunchback Notre Dame and Lion King, like back in the background of the uh, film in the stars, there's the letter sex spelled out. And a lot of people are saying the that sex, the, sorry, the word sex, <laughs> Okay, which not that big a deal. It's in the stars. You don't think you're going to see it, but some of the people that had the same mindset as me, like, Oh, Disney is kind of wanting to protect what their viewers are watching kind of being like, almost want to say like innocent. Um, but it's in two movies it looks a lot like an E, but they're trying to say that it looks like SFX talking about shout out to the special effects department. And my argument for that would have been like, if you're going to shout out part of your department, would you do it in such a subtle way? Or didn't you more rather like make a bigger deal for it? Like kind of be like, Hey, these guys are doing a good job. Or I guess I'll shout them out in the back of the, uh, back of the film. Um, well, that this one, this next one's a little more harder to, uh, cover up and the uh, the back of the rescuers there's this really fast scene that they're just flying across the scene there's these buildings in the background and when you slow it down apparently there's a, a topless woman um, in one of the windows which like you like what's the point of putting in that and it's almost like uh, they're trying to feed trying to get away with little things which in itself, to me, doesn't sound like a good thing. If a company's trying to hide things, that's probably not a good sign. Um, and but then... The fact that, what, like, right? all these movies are within... I guarantee you, it's Jerry the Intern. He, he just got <laughs> hired there. He, he's an up-and-coming, uh, like, designer or special effects whatever dude, and he's like, bro, watch this. I'm gonna put the word sex in the movie, and they won't even notice. And, like, the Bill's like, nah, 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 they'll definitely notice it. And so, Jerry the Intern is to fault for all that. Okay, Not I'm actually Disney. happy you, you said that, because their former CEO, 
this is kind of transitioning to the next one about Jerry, the intern or someone bigger in the company, like kind of talking about where they stand with kind of having power. The former CEO, um, before he retired, he um, was stated saying uh, that as talking for the company, he says, we have no obligation to make history, no obligation to make art. We have no obligation to make a statement. To make money is our only objective. And obviously in this, in like, especially America, money is seen as like the source of power almost. Whereas like olden times, it's all about how much cattle you had. But Which was this, basically money. Yeah, it was almost a direct representation of the amount of money you had. Um, and then um, obviously there's a quote like, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Um, so if like a company that's so big, um, as of 2015, um, their asset worth was $88.18 billion U.S. dollars. Um, this is when I wrote the speech, the paper, so I haven't updated it. But since then, I'm sure they've grown so much because they've accumulated more companies. So they must have had the money to buy them out, obviously. Um, like, what do you guys think? Like, what would happen if a large company had such an agenda that they just wanted power? And, like, what if someone like poked him with the stick too hard, made them angry. They would uh, make terrible movies for their children and their children would be really upset and throw tantrums and by extension, the parents would get very not happy. Are you guys familiar with golden films? No, no. So they're this company, which has poked the bear in Disney in that they have made knockoff versions of almost all of their movies. All of their animated movies. They, here, here are some of their titles. The Jungle King, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, Pinocchio, Sinbad, The Three Musketeers, Aladdin, The Jungle Book. And I know there's more, because I've seen other ones. Or wait, no, no, I had, I've seen the Aladdin and the Beauty and the Beast one. And the plot lines are, like, slightly different, but the artwork is, like, really similar, and the settings are all the same. And Disney actually tried to sue them and force them to stop making these, and then Golden Films won the suit somehow. Well, I mean, those, like, Aladdin is, like, uh, or and Little Mermaid, I think, are, like, er, not under intellectual property rights, because it's, like, uh, the Three Musketeers... I know for a fact that was written before, or it's like within the copyright like law time span that after you create something, after so many years, you lose rights and it's open to the public. And I know like a lot of those stories are in that. So it Disney won't be able to like Robin Hood. They can't claim the character Robin Hood. So it makes sense that they lost, but the, the art being similar, that's a problem, but... Yeah, I just don't know, like, having, it's almost like such a trusted thing, like, being afraid of something that you have trusted, like, you grew up watching in our situations, like, you grew up watching this, you trust, you almost want to trust the company just because they've provided you toys indirectly, they've provided you entertainment, they, um, I don't know, just, and it almost seems like if they have all this power, have a control of it, they could just, in a sense, flip the switch of it all in any kind of uh, idea. They could switch it to be not so supporting, not so uh, 
it, I, again, I want to say innocent, but that's probably not the right term to use. Um, and just kind of flip the switch to being something more like attacking or more, um, I don't know, just the like, what if, like in general though, like I just, I couldn't imagine like if, what if Google decides that they want to cause chaos? They could easily do it because they have all the search histories and the, all the internet histories of everyone, which is where a lot of people get their information. Yeah. So, what, what are you what are you asking us? Just just thoughts. Just discussing are the idea. Are Google of... and Disney colluding to run <laughs> the world? My answer is yes. I, I I think I can roll with that. You think you think they are taking over the world? Oh, I think they already have. So we can we can quote you guys. Yeah. Uh, I can go to the public with this. Yeah, yep. really quick. Uh, we got a shout out to our sponsor, Disney and Google this episode. Uh, thanks for supporting us. <laughs> I wonder if satire, Google supports satire. any podcasts. Like, they have our podcast, so they're supporting it somehow. Good point. Google, if you're listening, uh, we take back everything. Please support our podcast. Uh, to you too, Disney. We uh, love you. Uh, you got lot lot of money. Share that money. If we counted the amount of hours I spent watching Toy Story two, uh, I'm pretty sure if that equivalent was put into college credit hours, I'd already have seven degrees. So, In other words, he'd say the amount of hours he spent watching it is near infinity, maybe even beyond. Wow, nice. <laughs> I, I think we expiated enough for that. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Daniel, you got the bombastic quote? I sure do. The only path to wisdom is to shun the sidewalk of folly. Back to you, Brent, with the hypothetical. All right. So here's the situation. Professor X had way too much Chipotle last night. Uh, He's (laughs) out of commission. He can't be uh, beyond help right now. But... Cerebro is still up and running and Juggernaut's on the loose. We need to find the Juggernaut. So, uh, Daniel, you have been chosen to run uh, Cerebro. So they send you in, you get in there, they put Cerebro on your head, but there's a technical malfunction. Lindsay spilled his uh, Mountain Dew all over the controls, and so now you have the ability to insert one false memory into every single person. That Which is, is crucial to living. catching the juggernaut. It's yes. crucial. Well, no, this is just a side effect. You're going to catch the juggernaut later. You're not worried okay. about him right now. You're worried about personal gain. So the question is, what false memory would you implant into every single person? So And uh, so, so I can implant any memory I want, and no one's going to question it? Correct. But, like, if you implant the... So, the the thing is, it's just a memory. So, there's no physical evidence that it happened. So, if you implant the memory that, uh, like, Nigeria was crushed by an asteroid, uh, all the people in Nigeria are going to be like, wait a minute, I'm still here and there's no asteroid. So, it can't be something that... Or, you have to make it something that you can get away with no physical evidence... Uh, of it happening, basically. And so... I th- oh, go, ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, so we we all uh, had this ahead of time, and we've all prepared our own answer. So, Daniel, go ahead. I think I would implant the memory in everyone's head 
of Congress coming together and doing away with daylight savings time. Date? Okay. Daylight savings time makes no sense. It's the worst thing we have. <laughs> uh, I mean, but it's kind of nice when you're traveling to be like, oh, man, I get like an extra hour. Or uh, if what about people who live on like the Pacific Coast? They get to wake up to like releases earlier. Like, if something happens at, like, noon in central time, then at 10 a.m. No, he's talking no, no, about no, not, 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 not time He's not zone. talking about time zone. Oh, he's talking yeah, about okay. daylight, daylight savings time, bro. Cut that part from the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, code time 1637 through, uh, no. Um, okay. Wow. You know, someone okay, gave wait, a okay. speech. Don't, don't, don't you agree? Like, there, there's no good reason okay. for daylight savings time. It's just How about this, though? Wouldn't there have to be physical evidence for that, for Congress to um, undo something? Well, like, they, I mean, they, no one would question. No one would think to look through the archives and just like, oh, yeah, daylight savings time well, doesn't exist there anymore. would be no physical Everyone's... bill that they could find. I don't know how important exactly. that is. I'm sure it's very well, important. You, you, well, you, you know what I'm saying? The, it's in everyone's memory that this is a bill that passed, that that went through the process. Okay, but the point it, being, the point being, everyone believes that daylight savings time is no longer in place. Yeah. Okay. But that, I guess they but would just, just immediately start to uh, have to come up with how are they going to implement the, that though. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is not do daylight savings time. Well, but so do we keep on what we're on or do we like jump forward or backward an hour? You go with whatever the rest of the world is on. Okay. How does, I don't know. Is how does America daylight the saving country that does daylight savings time? No, multiple countries do it, but uh, a majority don't. I think we're, but we're one of the only ones. Uh, yeah. But how does daylight savings time work with time zones? Because if like only some time zones jump forward, does that mean that sometimes time zones are two hours different? Yes. Yep. But interesting. You gotta well, understand. But what that, about like, like the in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, in between, let's just say America and like. Uh, that's uh, gonna Australia. be more than an hour difference than like our East Coast. Well, I know, but it's like, at what point do we stop claiming time zones and switch? Also, if you went straight down, then without switching time zones, then you would have to switch your clock. What are you uh, even saying? Like, because <laughs> if you look at, like, time zones, they're, they're like, cut out uh, in vertical, like, swaths from the top yes. to the bottom. So it's like if you went from America, I don't know if Mexico does it, or like Brazil or wherever, but so if you went straight down without crossing any time zones, you would have to switch your clock. Mexico's in the future, confirmed. I, I don't follow your logic at all. <laughs> yes, if you, if you stay in the same time zone, you don't have to change your clock. But you do because of daylight savings. If one country follows it and the other doesn't. Oh, I see. But daylight savings time doesn't exist anymore. I put that in everyone's head. I just don't think that, well, number one, if it's only Congress, then, well. 
Every, everyone's everyone knows it, but I'm saying like if only Congress implements it, then I don't know. The I I think it, I guess it would work, but I just don't know it, the logistics of how laws get made. If there was only the idea that it had already passed, if that would be enough to have yeah. a change, what that that it went through the process. If it's in everyone's head that it went through the whole process and passed. Okay, so, what if you went the inception route? Like, just, like, implant the idea, like, we should change, uh, undo Daylight Savings Time. That way they get together and then undo well, it together. Well, it's a memory. It's not an idea. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's, that's the whole idea of inception, though. 100,000 like, hospitalized because of Daylight Savings Time. <laughs> you're pl- implanting a memory through dreams um in the movie to get across an idea where they're kind of making those memories happen because of the dreams that's the only reason they make it happen so you could implant an idea by implanting a memory but it like i think congress is probably the like one of the better routes to go because if it's just the idea that we like daylight saving because you can't like change someone's opinions just by implanting a false memory, unless the memory is like daylight savings hospitalizes hundreds. Um, <laughs> but because For me, I would like to, I mean, unless you guys have other comments about this one, uh, I think that I've fully explored that I don't know what daylight savings time is. We can continue. <laughs> See, for me, what I would do is I would implant in uh, memory of me doing something nice for everyone, like they're in time of need and I gave them like say a hundred bucks like in the past that way everyone felt like they had a favor like they needed to like fulfill like a favor for me okay but that one's gonna be hard for people to because well first off this means that like people in Papua New Guinea who have never been exposed to like culture or any civilization ever before have a memory of get like you giving them a hundred dollar bill that they have no use for and don't even know what it is. Then how about bottle of water? Like just something, oh something that they would they would just assume that was like the nicest thing that I would able to give them, and that way they were like, in like in a sense they were always in debt to me. Like if I ever needed something, like I could literally go up to someone like I remember you. I gave you a hundred bucks this one time. Can you help me out? Like, and they're like, I do remember you or something like that. Yeah. everyone would have this i feel like that would be so hard walking down the street though because every single person remembers you giving them a hundred dollar bill so and potentially out of the blue because you've just said given them so every single person would either have the reaction of like nodding to you asking for more money or like trying to repay it to you which would just be exactly because i wouldn't be able to give them more money but like if you walk down a hundred dollar bill I wouldn't be able to give any more anyone else money. I, I feel like you would just get mobbed by people wanting to talk to you or give you money or get more money. I always wear a hat. I can keep my head down. I mean, what? and what if there's someone in the world who has made it their life goal to... Never owe a make, debt. Make, yeah, to never owe debt. And because they now owe a debt to you, they've... They're now out to get you. <laughs> Not repay the debt. They're out to end you. <laughs> that's You're in danger do. now. I feel like that would be... Uh, that, that's a, 
I don't think many people are like, oh, I'm in debt. I must kill this man. It's more like, oh, this guy did something nice for me. Well, I didn't say that was that was common, <laughs> but it could happen. <laughs> I, I can see oh. it happening. Uh, I can see it, but so what about for, you, Brent? For for mine, really quick side note. Um, I I thought of this a while ago and shared it with another friend. Uh, and they said we decided that probably the best course of action to have like an agenda set forward without uh, having physical evidence is we everyone has a memory of like independence day style aliens invaded and there's just like flying saucers everywhere and they broadcasted to us whatever message and it's like if you don't do whatever within 10 years we're coming back and we're gonna destroy the earth and then they just leave because that would be like everyone remembers it happening and so there's no question of like whether it happened because everyone remembers it and like the biggest mass hallucination ever would not be a good uh case for it so whatever and probably people don't want the earth to be destroyed so we would probably do whatever but that's entirely unrelated to what mine is i'm similar to Lindsay, except slightly different i'm gonna implant the memory that uh because originally i was like what if I implanted the memory that I was just, like, Superman to everyone? Everyone has a the memory of, like, me fighting Zod when they invaded, uh, uh, like, Earth from the movie Man of Steel. But the problem with that is then someone might try and be like, oh, hey, that guy's Superman. Let me shoot him. And it's like, I, I'm not or, actually... Or, like, people would be, like, actually calling you for help all the time. Yeah. Like, I, Superman can hear me. I'm going to ask for help, and then he's going to come save me. And then, like, next time they see you, like, you weren't there to help me. You ignored me. So instead, I'm going with, like, the the fight that happened a while ago. I never actually watched it, but there was, like, Logan Paul versus KSI or something. I, I implant the memory that I fought, like, Rocky Balboa into everyone's memory, and I just utterly, like, def like held my own and just knocked him out or something. I don't know. Something crazy where everyone's like, I don't really want to mess with this guy because he took on with no training Rocky Balboa. So, just a general intimidation factor of every single person on Earth. Now, I, I like I like the Independence Day one because what I'm picturing is the aliens come down. They're like, "Do away with daylight savings time, destroy the Earth." The Europe's like, "What the heck? We don't even have daylight savings time." <laughs> what is daylight savings time? <laughs> and then the aliens just vaporize them immediately. <laughs> don't talk back to us. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've got some some serious things for you to chew on as the listener. But with that, uh, Lindsay, you got our ad break for us. I sure do. Um, today's sponsor is the Modifiable Calendar. <laughs> Coming to you this holiday season, the creators of Blu-ray VHS tapes are bringing to your neighborhood, your neighborhood gas station, a new twist on your everyday calendar. With this new calendar, your everyday doesn't have to be an everyday thing. Now you can make an entire month go by within a day. Or you can make it so that an entire decade, um, it takes an entire decade to progress a week. By implementing the new modifiable calendar, you can control time. Are you tired of, are you tired of waiting to turn 21? Dreading of turning 30, 50, or even 70? With this new customizable calendar, you are a time wizard. Yes, the product is just some blank pages for you to fill out the way you want your days to go and your months to go. But with it, you can have 648 days in March or zero days until Christmas. 
pick one up on Black Friday. Wow. With, with this, I'll be able to complete all the assignments I'm putting off to record this episode. Correct. Yeah. I'll just take it to my yeah. professor. It's like, listen, I know I'm seven years late, but according to my <laughs> calendar, it's not due for another 17 decades. So exactly. you're welcome. Exactly. Wow. That's incredible. Pick, uh, I'll have to pick myself up. One. I have a few guys if you want some now. I got a little sneak peek. Oh, yeah. Head, hand it through the virtual the mic? yeah okay yeah here you go you get it oh yep got it thanks <laughs> oh yeah so, all right daniel uh, what do you got for us well, interesting <laughs> tidbit that. before i get on to our next segment uh i i'm i'm sure i've talked about it before it's called randomlist.com you can have all sorts of random lists come up i found a random dice roll uh link on the website and so i rolled 69 69-sided die. I only got 169. It was very disappointing. That's to be expected though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, work out on that one. To the real segment now. Also from randomlist.com, we're going to be pulling up two random movies and we're going to debate on which one is the better movie. So here we go, random movie generator. All right, The Matrix or live action Aladdin? <laughs> All right, well, there's a clear argument to be made uh, with pure, pure numbers here. One Will Smith <laughs> greater than zero Will Smith, Aladdin better than The Matrix, done. Uh, so oh, fun fact earlier, though, Will Smith was going to be in The Matrix. So. Really? Yeah, he was going to be, insta- instead of Keanu Reeves, it was going to be uh, him. But he turned down the role because he thought it sounded too weird. <laughs> well, it is kind of weird. But that's a very original like, he, idea of a movie, though. He, he thought that role sounded weird. And then he played, uh, what was that <laughs> uh, one Netflix movie, like Bright? Or, yeah, oh, Bright. Dude, Bright was awesome. I love Bright. Saw, it, it, it was interesting, but it's weirder than The Matrix. <laughs> He has well, you a, gotta think like as an actor like you're trying to make a good image for yourself when you're starting up will smith was much younger then so like him doing that movie could like well i mean to him seemed like it was gonna have a bigger chance of him breaking his career rather than growing it possibly well i mean at that point he already would have done fresh prince and he'd already released several rap albums what year did the matrix come out like 2000 it was like 1990. It was like 98 or something. I believe that's true. But yeah, he, he'd already done a decent amount in his career at that point, especially if he was offered the role. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my answer is Matrix with Will Smith. Okay. I, I'd it. also like to point out that you called a live action Aladdin a bad movie earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's only the parts that I only watched the supercut of the just every scene that will smith is in uh you can find it online that's a lie but um so that version of aladdin is greater but the 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 version that has all those scenes cut out is bad solely for the reason that i've only seen one i uh will have to choose the matrix yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to go to the matrix it, it, it's one of the it's one of the better crafted movies that i've seen yeah, because I don't watch Aladdin because I don't support Disney and their agenda. 
Just kidding. Disney loved me. Disney loved me. <laughs> all right. All right. Next set. Jeez. Oh, well, I already know Brent's pick. We've got Captain America Civil War versus Men in Black. All right. We can do <laughs> some basic math here. <laughs> One Will Smith. Say it with me now. Greater than zero Will Smith. Zero Will Smith. Okay. I, go ahead. I just, I'm just thinking that this website is very biased towards uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> um, but I, uh, it's been so long since I've seen Men in Black. Civil War was the one that, like, it was like Iron Man versus Superman, or not Superman, uh, Iron <laughs> Man versus Captain America, and like everyone on their side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not the one where I, not the, oh yeah, the other one was called Winter Soldier. I was going to say the one yeah. about the Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember much of the Men in Black, the original Men in Black. Uh, quick rundown: Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> enjoy, or he's he's not enjoying his life. Then he finds out, or he's like a detective, and then there's an alien, and then uh, also the guy from Captain Tommy America. Lee Jones. Uh, Captain America. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, that guy. Uh, <laughs> he, he meets him, and he's like, "Yo, there are aliens." Uh, do the things and he was like i'll shoot all the aliens um and, and also the main villain goes sugar water put the <laughs> sugar in the water <laughs> i think that i might have to go with men in black it's more of a classic yeah men, men in black is it, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that movie so i'm, I'm gonna go men in, black. men in black all right come on no will smith's oh there we go okay <laughs> how many tries did it get you to get a movie without will smith I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> We've got Iron Man one. versus Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yes, Iron Man won. Okay. I'm, I need I'm to, get this one I need to we know to the expiate, number. For... Expiate for all the Will Smith movies we got. Shut your mouth. You, incorrect <laughs> use of the word doesn't count. Um, <laughs> that was not incorrect use. Yeah, it is because a tone has nothing to apply with Will Smith. Uh but to make up for Curse the... Curse of the Black Pearl, Pearl, is that the first one? Yes. Okay. So first I, Iron I, Man versus first... Uh, yeah, Pirates. Pirates. Uh, I don't remember the, <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean. The first Pirates was just so genius. And, like, so just... Ran- the fact that it was based on nothing but a ride at Disney. Like, that alone made such a great... I have to go with Pirates. Even though Iron Man is, like, my favorite Marvel superhero, uh, just Pirates was just so entertaining and such a great movie. And Iron Man 1, like, it was good, but I have a different favorite Iron Man movie, so. Wait, so the ride came before the movie? Correct. And then the movie (laughs) inspired the ride, and then it went back and forth. But the ride came first. Wait, so the chicken became came before the egg? And then the chicken inspired the egg to be a different egg, and then a new chicken was born, correct? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna go with Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Just because... Iron Man 1 is really good. The plotline's interesting. They're introducing a new personality. Robert Downey Jr. was the perfect actor for the role and then that last scene of iron man one is so classic where he just holds a press conference he's like i am iron man that mm-hmm. and then just black sabbath starts playing it's really <laughs> awesome but the whole environment and atmosphere 
within Pirates of the Caribbean. It's just a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. And so that, that takes it for me. I faintly remember Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but I remember them being fun. So I'm thinking I'm going to go with it also. Wow. Bandwagoner. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So I think that's about it for the movie debate. Is it all the movies we Let's have? get one more. 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 Oh. oh, shoot. I haven't seen either of these. Both are ones I've been meaning to watch. Uh, so Joker. Yeah. Or other one. Ad Astra. <laughs> or what? I, okay. Ad Astra. I actually haven't seen Ad Astra yet. Nor well, have I. See, so heard, Ad Astra because Joker. G- give us I've a different one. Mixed, I've heard mixed things about Joker, but I've heard Ad Astra is excellent. I've have you guys seen Arrival or Five yes. Feet Apart? What do you think? No, Five Feet Apart is a love story, so no, I haven't seen it. It's about these two people who have a disease that they can't be closer than five feet for whatever reason, and they still date. And some it sounds dumb. so <laughs> not that. Long. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't seem like an interesting movie to me, so I never watched Speaking it. Speaking of movies, did you hear that they're uh, announcing at least the book for a prequel for the Hunger Games? Really? Yeah. Which is very out of left field, but like how how the districts formed and such in the capital. I'm assuming, but I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting, actually. Is yeah. there a is there a book to preface it, or are they just is it? They're doing the book film? right now. I don't know if they're doing the oh. film together, or that's what I'm saying. Like, gotcha. I have like the Hunger Games collection, like pretty near to my desk right now. That's why I mentioned that. Okay, here's here's one: Avengers Endgame, or Ooh. Star Wars, like Star the Wars, original right? Star Wars movie. Four. So, Star, so so episode four, New Hope. New Hope. I almost said Last yeah. Hope. That's not it. That's a uh, Destiny Two gun. Uh, oh, Endgame or because the thing about okay. Star Wars is that's starting a franchise, and Endgame is almost like wrapping yeah. one up. See, well, especially with like, the Spider-Man stuff happening. <laughs> well, I like, think they they made a deal now. So did they? See, like, I, I didn't. I didn't follow up on that. Um, like. Like Brent was just saying, like it started Star Wars: A New Hope started a huge franchise, and it was fantastic because at the time there was not very many special effects whatsoever. So it was a huge thing for a movie to have such, like it was monumental to have those kind of effects in it. Um, but Endgame, like they led up to that very, very well for the most part, and. <laughs> It was almost like beautiful, like to see like everything wrap up. It kind of exhausted me of all Marvel movies currently, but I, I don't know. I think I'll have to go with Endgame just because I like the like the build up for it more so than like the building up of Star Wars. I guess Star Wars and New Hope was great, but so here's here's my problems with Endgame. One, to understand it fully. You have to watch, what is it, 27 other movies? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Also, the three-hour runtime was not totally necessary. I felt that the first half could have done in a lot shorter amount of time. Yeah. Definitely true. But they wanted to incorporate, like, a final scene for, like, a lot of people. I didn't. I actually didn't see Endgame until a couple months after it came out, just because I didn't want to sit down for three hours 
I didn't yeah. care what people say about it. I was like, I don't, I'm not interested in watching a three hour movie until it was just one day. I didn't have anything else to do. Whereas, and since it's a part two, it's almost like the whole movie, like the whole end movie is like five something hours because you got to account for the other part of it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Whereas with Star Wars, you can come in totally blind to a new hope and they're introducing it. This is this is the movie that started it all with Star Wars, which is obviously like one well, of the biggest. You can't franchise fault Endgame ever. for being the the completion of the series. It's just the the fact well, that it's facing a like an ending versus a beginning. Well, not exactly because honestly, I I thought Endgame was a little overhyped. It it was a good movie. They did a good job tying together all their loose ends, but was it worth watching the only reason i want wanted to watch it at all is because i had already seen a lot of other movies i'm not going to be able to talk anyone into watching endgame uh period unless they've already seen a lot of movies whereas with star wars you could recommend to just about anyone as long well, as they can speak the it's language. It's not about like what you want you other people watch to watch. probably watch Star Wars without speaking the it's language like, it's in and still enjoy your time. So it's, like, it's no, crazy. but you gotta... It's not about who you can get to watch or who you might want to watch. It's which one you enjoyed more. Say that again? It's not about like... So you're, you're just, the point that you just made was that Star Wars, you can go into it um, and you can get someone to watch it. Whereas if you go to, to Endgame, if you want to get someone to watch it, you would have to, you can't do that because you have to get everyone to watch the prequels, more or less. And you can't really say that because it's about what you wanted to watch. It's well, not I about think it's a debate of which well, is a better movie. It's not, which is a compilation of all those things. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I mean on, on top of those, I think Star Wars is a better movie. Okay. Did you guys ever notice that um, Mark Hamill says thoughts. Carrie, says I, I'm, Carrie I'm Fisher at the watch. end rather than Leia? Oh, Do you guys know that? Wait, what? Yeah. When he when he just gets back from, uh, I don't should I spoil the movie by saying it? No. Don't okay, when he gets back from, uh, completing the task at the end, and he lands the, the X wing or whatever it's called. Uh, he gets out and there's like hugging people, everyone's cheering, and he like sees uh, Princess Leia, and instead of saying Leia, he calls out Carrie or Carrie Fisher or something like that. Hmm. Funny. All right, well, we're really short on time, but I want to give my thoughts. Quick, fun fact, Star Wars is the very first movie to start without having the credits in the beginning. It's the first movie to ever go straight into the movie, which that alone is worth points. But then also the fact that, um, like, just the movie in general, it's so creative and it's so fun and it's enjoyable to almost everyone. There's really no one you'll show it to who will just outright hate the movie. Versus Endgame, like... I, I had a lot of just issues like with the the um what what Trent or what's okay pointed like the blip it, where that they called that happened in Infinity War like the what oh my goodness I can't think of the, the point blip. is the uh, well I can't spoil it without <laughs> okay say like who did like. No, it's, it's, it, so it's the biggest. If you, haven't seen, if you haven't seen it at this point, I I don't really see it. I don't see a reason to hold back spoilers. Okay, point. So in Infinity Game, spoilers alert: half of everyone dies. In the lo- logistics—that's the word. I kept wanting to say like 
prank. The, snap, um, the logistics snap. of having bringing back ev- half of like everyone back. First off, society would have collapsed if we would have gotten rid of half of everyone. But uh, so without without all those problems. Also, I didn't like what they did to Thor. I didn't like what they did to a lot of different characters. So Star Wars okay. and scene. <laughs> All right. Fair Any enough. other last call-outs on movies? That, I think we're good. I think, I think we're good. All, all right. Conclude. Well, like you said, concluding, that's all we got today. Obviously, you know what to do, where to do it with social media and stuff. So do those things. And if you don't, we will know. Uh, shout out to Corey, who we are calling, or he is calling himself the uh, podcast connoisseur uh, for giving us input. Um you guys have any final thoughts on today's episode? Uh, yeah. So, like you said, don't forget uh, rate, comment. Also, so I if you're on Apple, that. well, okay. I was afraid <laughs> you might have said that, but I wanted to reiterate it. Uh, wait. Okay. Whatever. Jeez, like, try comment, subscribe, Brent. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'm done. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I'm out. Podcast Daniel. Over. Uh, good riddance. That's all I have to say. All right, well, everyone, have yourself a bombastic week.